Hey, Storm Freaks, it's Phil. Hasn't everybody flunked out of college, worked in a brewery, and become a TV meteorologist? Well, I'll tell you what, our guest tonight, Brent Beckman, he has. We're also going to be plugging in Weather Trollbot 5000 tonight. It's all on Stormfront Freaks Live! Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, boss. Hey, welcome to the most entertaining weather show. This is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks Live, and it's brought to you by AMS Weather Band. You can connect with weather enthusiasts all over the world, as well as 10,000-plus members of the AMS. You can get full membership for just $12 a year by going to amsweatherband.org. Hey, thanks to all of our Patreon teammates. Uh, we love you all. Uh, you're all scrolling across the bottom of our screen right now, um, but thanks for supporting the show. You can also join our team. All you have to do is uh, uh, to join the team. It's going to allow you to get access to our exclusive Facebook group with over 50 of our past guests. We've got a number of tiers, including some with exclusive merchandise. Uh, just sent out some hats and some uh, T-shirts from Helicity.co this week. Uh, but you can help support our show for as little as $5 a month, and you can find out more details at stormfrontfreaks.com. So it is always happy hour when we record. It's a great way to, number one, introduce the co-hosts that are with us tonight, uh, but also kind of let you know we like to have a lot of fun on this show. Um, uh, we won't get too sciencey on you, uh, and I, I don't think with our guest tonight, I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this uh, this evening. Yeah, we don't get too sciencey. We don't. We can't. Little Meg that's, equations. Yes, that, that's what's good. So let's go around the horn and find out uh, which of our co-hosts are here and what they're drinking tonight. Dina, our meteorologist and weather producer at weather.com. Uh, Dina, good to see you, but what are you drinking? I'm just drinking uh, some Merlot in my Continental Airlines glass. I'm not that fancy tonight. Okay. In your no, Continental I, I Airlines glass. Continental that, that was when I started in, with Continental Airlines. I used to work for them. I started when it was the Red Meatball. That uh, logo. That's, that's nice. That's, yeah. The red Sounds meatball with the mustard right yellow I background. He's like, how old is she? <laughs> hey, it's right I'm next older. to her Pan Am glass. So uh, <laughs> I she's Pan Am. I don't have PWA. Pan Am. I work All right, uh, Serena Arnold, our meteorologist and author. Serena, what uh, what are you enjoying this evening? Yeah, I wish I'd like a TWA glass for my beer tonight, but I don't. <laughs> uh, Post and Beam. Yeah, I'm not going to be upset. Another weather beer, guys. It's called Continuous Thunder, and this is from Ooh. my like local brewery. My local one. I'm super excited see, about it. Serena, Serena cool can, we, can we actually see it? Is it possible to actually see it this time? Oh, there it is. Okay. Oh, there All it right. is. Post and Beam. Nice. Continuous thunder. thunder. So is this, uh, is this one they've always have or a seasonal or just brand new? I don't know, but I walked in and found it the oh, other day, and they I made was they made six. Be. Phil, they made six cans because they knew <laughs> they knew That's Serena right. was coming. It's it's actually Pabst Blue Ribbon, but <laughs> <laughs> the, the sticker is a little thick on the can now that you mention it. All right, um, Mark Masmasaro, our former on-camera meteorologist, Maz, good to see you. What are you drinking? Dang, it did disappear. All right. <laughs> I, uh, we were finishing up dinner, and uh, I'm right there with you, Dina, except this is Pinot Noir. 
It's my uh, upper brand. Uh, now, so. And I would like to say I started with Continental when I was a teenager. <laughs> I'm just saying that. That's for the record. And that's true. Let it go. Let yeah, it, I'm let not it letting go. it go. I'm not letting <laughs> they, it go. They didn't have child labor laws back then. huh? That's, <laughs> no, uh... I was old enough. Okay. All right. Greg Johnson, our storm chaser and photographer. Greggles, uh, what do you got? Uh, I've had a tough week, guys. Uh, I, I was on a trip and uh, the airline had my luggage uh, for seven of my eight days. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Including, including Not your my, med- my medication, which. Okay. And your no mm. clean panties. Mm. It's so- probably continental. So- <laughs> I know. <laughs> You'll never get it. So I've actually called this drink my three finger jack uh because it's a three finger pour with a, f- a splash of coke and uh yeah i've had a few of these lately Fair you man. got a back yeah i got a pack better light out where you are it's still light out uh because <laughs> i live north maz and north and w- i'm i'm up by brant actually by our guest oh, oh really oh, We're interesting. Okay. i'm up in well right now i'm in alberta Oh, okay, yeah. Sure. So yeah, you're Canada. So that's pretty yeah. close to South yeah. Dakota. Yeah. No, but it is that's west. Like, uh, <laughs> He's closer than, like than, than us than me in Atlanta. <laughs> All right, Maz, uh, let, let's get to our guest. I think we're going to have some fun tonight. I hope so. We got Brant Beckman. He's an imposter who has struggled to understand and communicate meteorology his whole darn life. Now, his qualifications include flunking out of OU meteorology school, working at a brewery, we like him already, and uh, a parts center for air conditioning and heating systems. Perfect for meteorology, of course. And then he finally got his act together at Mississippi State with the help of lifelong friends and obtaining his master's in broadcast meteorology. Good job. He's now chief meteorologist at KNBN New Center One in Rapid City, South Dakota, known as The Edge of the known meteorological world. Welcome, Brant. Why do you call it that? And tell us a little bit about Rapid City, would you? Okay, so to start out, uh, thank you so much for having me on the show because I have been dying to talk to people about this for so long. (laughs) Uh, So my introduction to Rapid City, South Dakota is when I was still at Mississippi State and I told some of my friends, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm looking at uh, South Dakota, the Black Hills. No, no, you can't do that. You know, you know the reputation the Black Hills have. I'm like, oh yeah, it's mountainous. Like, no, it's beyond that. Okay, you're gonna have problems as as a first market, meteorologically speaking. You're good. You know, just don't do it, man. Don't do it. Go go somewhere. Go somewhere like uh, start in Arizona or you know start start somewhere where you can kind of you know baby step your way up. I'm like, oh, that sounds like the perfect place though. Because I get bored if there's not something going on. And I thought, okay, this is this is this is the place. And within the first three months of me getting here, I said, oh no. Oh, they weren't kidding. This place is the wild west of forecasting, of meteorology, of uh, people who are very, very kind to meteorologists because they feel bad for us. Uh, it's which is which was a different sp- pace then i worked in uh i worked at wtva as an intern with joel young and matt laban in uh tupelo and you had a mix of people talk you know talking about meteorology and uh 
you know, the viewers coming in and saying, uh, you know, oh, you should have done better in this. You know, it rained on my wedding. Okay. And you should have done better. I get no comments like that up here. Yeah. But hold on a second. You guys just had last week, four September tornadoes in a single day. Like kiss my friend. Okay. (laughs) Like, like, that's all of our dreams come true rolled yeah. into one. Am you I know, wrong, guys? I'm not wrong yes. on that. No, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's it's a it's a beautiful disaster when it comes to uh, September, March, and knowing exactly what you're going to get. You, you go you go to Texas, and they're like, "Oh, the weather will change." You know, just wait fifteen minutes; the weather will change or whatnot. We hold the world record for the fastest changing temperature on planet Earth up in Spearfish. Uh, Back in 19, I believe it was 1946, it went from negative four to 48 degrees in about a minute and a half. Wow. So that happened in Spearfish? I I always thought that was, uh, I always thought that was in Wyoming, but I mean, it's right on the border. So it's right on the border. It's it's close enough. Yeah. Yeah. Wyoming is its own genre. (laughs) Yeah, that that that's pretty wild. Uh, listen, have you had the uh, the South Dakota tornado experience since you've been? Like, have you? How long have you been there? I've been here for five years. I got here okay. in May of 2018, and I uh, there's a one of the smartest meteorologists I ever met, Matthew Bunkers. He works at the National Weather Service in Rapid City, and this was in June, like a month and a half later. Uh, in late June. And I said, you know, I might have some time after work. I heard there might be a few thunderstorms. He's like, go to Harding County up towards, uh, oh, there's like Camp Crook and there's, it's capital oh, Montana. It's this there is nothing there. there. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and I went up there thinking I might see something. And the most beautiful supercell I've ever seen in my life. And then the capital Montana tornado. In, in late June, it was an EF3, and it flipped a five-ton tractor from South Dakota into Montana. They couldn't find it for two weeks. Wow. Wow. And th- I was only here for the second month. I said, oh, my gosh. Is this what it's like all the time? <laughs> it, it, nothing like that's happened since. Like, absolutely nothing yeah. <laughs> even close to that has happened. Uh We've had, you know, a little wispy. You get some wispy EF1s, EF2s. Um, we had a couple go through Spearfish Canyon uh, twice in two years. It went through Spearfish Canyon, the northern Black Hills, and everyone in the Black Hills is saying, that ain't right. That's not supposed in to In a canyon? It, it is a literal canyon. It's a gorgeous drive. It's got, you know, one and a half billion-year-old rocks that are coming up uh, the sides of the canyon. And it looks like a bomb went off. The trees are flattened. So, so Brent, um, do you uh, do you follow the uh, Storm Photography of the Year awards? Uh, Storm. Anyway, if if you don't, uh, Phil is making notes right now. He'll send you a link. Uh, he'll 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 do some good follow up on that. But the yeah. reason I'm asking is last year, the Storm Photo of the Year in the world happened in your backyard in uh the badlands national park I saw and, that. and and the, the photo was mind-blowing and we had the photographer 
on the show uh, and, and, and she's like a new photographer, new storm chaser, young lady. And it was just amazing. And, and I, I mean, I think uh, Serena, Dina, what year were we, was it la last year or the year before? Two years. It was two years ago. Two and years oh ago. my God, we saw some great stuff there as well. And it really, yeah, the stuff, the pictures behind Phil right there, that's the Badlands. But I mean, it's such a beautiful part of the country that nobody goes to and nobody knows about, you know, outside of uh, Mount Rushmore, just nobody knows about the, the gems that are hidden in South Dakota. What's your favorite place in five years in, in South Dakota? Oh, my gosh. The Badlands. Uh, there's a place, a certain place in Custer State Park uh, that you come out of, and there's this rolling grass, and it's set on this usually a blue sky and right about three o'clock you'll get thunderstorms that start popping up in the southern hills you get these huge convective towers and you get this contrast of the convective towers over the black hills with the blue sky around it and just waving uh grass and 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 uh over a thousand buffalo you know rampaging through the park and the badlands are gorgeous one of my favorite spots, though, is north of the Black Hills. It's not a park. Mm -hmm. It's north on 85. It's towards Butte County, north of Newell. I think that's the most beautiful country I've ever seen. Is, Phil's is, Phil's favorite place in all of South Dakota is I know. Uh, a little town stop, of Wall. Stop. Yeah, I little town of Wall. I said the wrong answer. It's little town of yes. little town of PP. Little town of PP. What'd you get there? Oh, he bought a T-shirt. Pepto Bismol. That's what I got there. <laughs> he hates the place, so we all wanted to go. Oh, we you didn't a get lot the... of disappointment on that day. I think. <laughs> you didn't get the fifty-pound bag of uh, popcorn that you can buy there. <laughs> oh, that was. Uh, Phil, Phil told us if there's any place we need to go in South Dakota, it's the Mitchell Corn. Uh, the Mitchell the corn, corn Palace, the Corn Palace, <laughs> and and Wall, South Dakota, and sit on the jackalope. And I said, mm -hmm. Phil, no, we can do better than that. But he was insistent. And, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so he said, it's, "Fine, Phil, we'll go. We'll yeah. go." Yeah. The close second was Murdo for Dina and I. That was oh a, god, yeah. Oh, the car Yellow museum. Water. Yeah, that was really Yellow cool. Water. That was a good spot. Well, near Murdo, you have Vivian. You guys passed. Do you remember passing largest largest hail ever? Ah. 2010, <laughs> 2010, eight and a half inch hailstone in Vivian, South Dakota. You're right about that one, Brad. Something because she, I just remember getting into the hotel. She's like, it's the water's a little yellow, but it's okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that was our intro. There was some there, you know, just to give the South Dakota. Feel so, so hey, I want to ask this question. So, we're, we're talking a little bit about storm chasing and locations and, and why you don't want to go to Wall Drug. Um, but, <laughs> But Brent, I, I want to hear this story of this. I don't know if it was the first storm chasing experience you had, uh, but it might have been oh. the first one you were driving. Uh, yeah. storm so t tell us this. I want to hear about this. Share. So for context, I grew up uh, in St. Louis, Missouri, and I was about 16. I'm going to say I was 16. Perhaps I was younger, but that's alleged. I took my father's car into Illinois, and this Ooh, was two thousand lines. Cross state lines, <laughs> and I found a uh, this thunderstorm I was trying to get to. And 
it's 2005. You know, I don't have radar on my phone and I can't call my parents to ask them what the radar is showing. So I'm just eyeballing this thing at night and I get the car hailed out and uh, I'm panicking. Obviously I bring it back and I just put it in the driveway and I just <laughs> hope for the best. I just and drape a sheet over it. <laughs> No, I, did, I did nothing. I next morning, uh, my dad walks in and says, did we, did something happen last night? Was there a hailstorm? <laughs> and my mom says, no, I, I don't think so. He says, the, the, the Toyota Tercel is pocked to hell. It's completely <laughs> annihilated. The, the hood looks like a thousand golf balls landed on it. She's like, I, I don't know, sweetie. I just, I, and he looks at me like obviously the fifth, the 16 year old kid would have never taken that car out. So I had to pretend when he was teaching me how to drive that I didn't know how to drive. That's how badly I wanted to chase. I've, I always wanted to chase, but uh, they would, they've just never would. Do, do they know the truth yet? Do I told now? my dad when I graduated. Uh, what was his reaction from Mississippi State? He says, There's no way you know, we would have known. Well, I'm telling you now, you didn't know. I just told you, he says, What I'm still did, angry. did he I'm did angry. he make did he make a hail claim on it? No, because he didn't know what it was, mm. and turns out the car engine uh blew up about two months later, so. I, I got scot-free away with that one. Wow. That's and I also had bad. a wild figure. <laughs> <laughs> I was so lucky. How I was so lucky. How did you so get caught? I, I, I had this, I'm like, I'm going to do this. I don't care. I want to see this. You know, uh, I saw, you know, I was, I just had this vision. I'm like, I'm going to do this. It's going to be awesome. I didn't have a camera. There's no proof hey, that I even went out there. Guys, what what was the, the, the two kids that we had on a few weeks ago? Uh, the the two youngsters that were into the, oh my God, I'm so Ad bad with was Adeline. Right. And, and, and more. The more. Be oh, Beckett. Beckett and Adeline. Yeah. 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 Right. So, uh, so these were two kids, Brand. I think they were 13, right? Is that what the, and, and they were, you know, obviously a budding, young meteorologists they have youtube channels and the whole thing and i i'm I, I can picture those two stealing the family car at 15 and can't you picture it guys come on <laughs> actually we you know what with those kids probably their parents would drive them so yeah it's brent, a yes brent, no, man. they were brent do you have an internship program for the two of them they come up there. <laughs> Listen, my internship program is uh, staying away from hailstorms. That is your that is your objective, <laughs> and uh, that's that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. About it's a waiting that. That list. Scary Maz, it's a waiting list. You know. Um, so it's so it sounds like there's there's a little bit of a determination, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do this no matter what in you. Yes, which is pretty uh, cool. Let's talk I about watched. how that got how that got you over some hurdles. Cause when I was reading your bio, I think that was one of my favorite things about you is because I think people make it seem like it can be really easy sometimes. And a degree in meteorology is hard as hell. Um, yes, it is. So talk about what it took to overcome that and be like, damn it, I'm going to do this thing. I from four years old loved 
clouds, weather, all that. I lived out in Los Angeles for a while, and there was no weather out there. It was sunny, and then you had wildfires. That was pretty much it. <laughs> but I went, I would go to Chicago uh, about twice a year, and there would be snow there, and there'd be thunderstorms there. And I'm like, and, and you feel like you get in this plane, and you you're in a portal to this magical place where weather actually happens. And I was obsessed with it. And I watched Tom Skilling. I watched Paul Goodlow on the Weather Channel. And I never, but I never assumed that I would be doing that. I, I automatically assumed that I would not be smart enough to do that because I was already struggling in school, from elementary school, going up to middle school and high school. You know, uh, you know, I was trying to keep my grades up. And it's not for a lack of trying. I just couldn't get it. I just couldn't get it. I was bored. I had, you know, looking back, it all makes sense now, but I was uh, my trigonometry teacher. I remember her telling me in high school, you should not go into meteorology. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. That's, okay. That's always what you go into then. <laughs> that's great oh, leadership man. right there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah your, guidance counsel, your guidance counselor owes you an apology. <laughs> I send a business card. Right. Oh, and I was like, oh, well, that's the first person I'm going to prove wrong. So uh, I did. I signed up for the University of Oklahoma and I went to Norman and immediately it was culture shock. It wasn't math shock. It was culture shock. I realized, oh, my gosh, I'm not like anything like any of these other people who are smart, who are driven. I'm none of those things. And I'm trying to, like, get the ball rolling on all of this. And, and you know, they have Everyone has a Mac in 2007. Everyone, you know, has, you know, have you heard about this radar program? And, and all I wanted to do was go out and, and look at the clouds. You know, I, 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 because I thought that's all I was good for. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to get this math. I'm not Serena, gonna Serena when's the next book coming out? When's your next uh, uh, children's book coming out? Because I think you need to build in a character like, uh, <laughs> like, like the, 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 the happy Fox Brandt that uh you know it's just, and Brant. yeah he just feels like he's ah, and then he <laughs> ends up being like he saves the day with the, no. the, the, the forecast or something he like just that. wants to look at clouds but save right, the day. right yeah. right yeah. Yeah, make yeah. him a grizzly make him a grizzly oh yeah. good uh, that's better grizzly right? i like yeah. that yeah 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 are you uh, saying that because of lost. the you're saying that because of all yeah. the facial hair man yeah. is that what yeah. okay yeah, yeah. yeah. but he's a, he's a bear that gets lost all the time until one day no i don't know <laughs> yeah See, i i was thinking <laughs> i was thinking i was thinking fox just because of the really narrow set eyes that's that's the only reason i uh was going down that road that's Brent. the only you know brent you thought you would get derailed tonight <laughs> listen uh, hey you got stiff competition <laughs> i love the idea it's already in the back of my head okay it's, it's already hey, done. hey brant you were talking about how you how you know you're like it felt like i was in the wrong place you know oh, it's, yeah. i'm what am i doing here but you had an advocate young growing up who was that and what did he do for you i my my grandfather actually i really should give credit to um my mom and my two grandparents um, because my grandfather took me out West when I was 12 and we just went out. He's like, we don't have a destination. We're just going to go look oh, wow. and see what it's like. And we slept in the back of a van. And I remember we went to Yankton and we sat underneath this big dam 
and the most colossal storm I'd ever experienced in my life. And I said, is this dam going to collapse? Like, is this going to be it? For and obviously it didn't. I'm here. But <laughs> um, he always encouraged this bigger, you know, there's this bigger thing going on with meteorology. There's things happening. The world is, you know, is changed with these meteorological moments. If you stop and pay attention, you got to watch. You got to pay attention to it. And uh, my other, my other, my paternal grandfather would always ask me for the forecast when I was like five or six years old. So he'd make me go look at the newspaper and he, you know, I'd come out and tell him he knew what the forecast was, but he <laughs> wanted me to go and do it anyway. Um, and it was, he, those, those were the only really the big inspirations I had that maybe I could do this. And then as I got older, I'm like, no, they're just being nice to me. I'm not, I'm not smart. I shouldn't be doing this. I, I, there are people that are better at this than me. I don't want to forecast wrong and, you know, cause harm to people. I really had this go through my head a lot and I can't communicate meteorology. I have such a hard time putting what I have in my head and onto paper or trying to communicate. And that is one of the biggest challenges, ironically, that I think the broadcast industry is struggling with today. We cannot seem to get the meteorological concepts to the public in a way that is understandable yep. and that is useful. Um, I agree completely. Is But is that ever going to happen? Like you, you're never going to reach everybody. Like there's no, at, at some point you can't communicate to all the people all the time. Right. The same way. No. So, and you think about the way it's transformed in the last five years. Okay, let's look at the last 20, look at the last five years. You know, uh, Josh Morgan, uh, you got the uh, Ryan Hall Yalls of the world. You have this immense, colossal industry that is just now starting. It's just, it's in its infancy. Meteorology is in its infancy. It's one of the youngest sciences that we actually are just now sort of starting to understand. We're almost getting to a point where, you know, models are able to pluck out a hurricane and its location a week and a half in advance. And that's relatively new. So getting excited about that and pushing forward with that energy is a survival skill if you're in broadcast, because it can be pretty dark otherwise. Uh, I feel like I answered the, did I answer the question or did I just yeah. go off on the tangent? Yeah. No, I think you did. But I, I do have I, one question for you, Brant, because yeah. I'm kind of jumping off everybody else's questions, but I did read your bio and I, I love the fact that you really worked for what you got. Nobody handed it to you. Nobody made it easy right. for you, you know, and meteorology is hard. And I love the fact that you said math is not your thing because math is not mine. You get through it. I've never used it again. In 26 <laughs> years of being a meteorologist, I've never right. used it. Yep, exactly. Uh, that's but good. I'm sure there's somebody out there. Hope all you kids are listening out there. I don't use it. Okay, I use it for my kids in high school. 
Yeah. Otherwise, in my job, I don't, unless I'm going to go up to PhD level. You don't derive but, the hydrostatic equation, Dina, on a daily no, basis? No, I don't. <laughs> I'll look it up if I need to know. Right. But there's that. a point oh, in everybody's crap. life and in their career where you're at a point, you're like, I'm not doing what I want to do. And you made that, it, that point seemed real clear in your bio. Like you were doing a job, I think it was the heating and air conditioning. Yeah. You weren't doing what you wanted to do. And there's how many people watching who may be not doing what they want to do? So where was that point where you like said, F it, I'm going to take a chance and just jump and see what happens. It well, I was 26 years old. I had run, I was in St. Louis. I, I was working, it was an air conditioning and heating company. And specifically it was warranty. I was in the warranty department. So someone's part would go out like their air conditioner in the middle of the summer it was my responsibility to tell them that it wasn't under warranty. So oh, fun. That oh. That's how job sucked, obviously. No one was looking like for easy. something else. Did you, also into- did you also repossess children's toys? Is that another thing that you... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or timeshares. Uh, you know, something. <laughs> it, it was... It was a brutal existence uh, to uh, to go through that and be the bearer. <laughs> that sounds like of the worst news. job in history. <laughs> it was, wow. but but you know what? It paid the bills, and I yeah, thought yeah. you should be happy. You're you're getting your bills paid. You're going home. You have food to eat. Uh, you have a roof over your head. Why, you know? And you and you want more, and mm. and I thought. Do I do? This can't be it. And I remember it was one specific day I was I was working. Uh, Jeff was my super supervisor. He put up with so much from me. Uh, he was a wonderful man. And I was in the front lobby and I was watching the storm coming. And he says, "What are you doing here?" And I said, "Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'll get back." He's like, "No, no, no. Like here." What are you doing here? Every almost every day, I see you just staring out the window. You just stare out the window, hmm. and you can't you can't shut up about it. <laughs> you will not stop talking about this. Have you ever have you ever thought about to just try it? You'd be a great weatherman. And that's the first time in my life anyone had ever even suggested doing something like that. I'm like, no, I couldn't do that. Could I? No. And I went home and I had a total breakdown of just, oh my gosh, I'm 26, 27 years old and uh, living in a van, living in a van down by down by the, the river, river. <laughs> <laughs> which actually and, doesn't sound that bad <laughs> no no uh, thanks thanks are- dina <laughs> i uh i sold a good chunk of my possessions and i was li- i was uh everything i owned i could fit in my ford fusion and i drove down to mississippi state and i took the i forget what's like the gr not the gre or forget what it's what it is where it takes your uh levels of competency and they're like actually you're pretty good at at math just good enough to get in here like, Thank really you, Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, and they're like yeah do you would you like to and i got in the car and i just sobbed i could not believe 
that I could that I have it. Not that I made it. I hadn't even made it yet. Just that I had the opportunity to do that. They that someone could think that I could do this. I was I was starstruck, and I met the most amazing people that I would not be here without uh, the help of Alex Herbst, with Jamin Matson, the Dylan Federico. Uh, Beth Finella, you know, and the list goes on. Of and there are meteorologists that are and emergency managers now, and they're all across the country. Um, and now I'm here, and I spent the first year on my weekends just driving out to the different counties to figure out what it was like, what was the terrain like, what were the people like, what would people care about as far as meteorologically speaking, and as ranchers. There's a lot of ranchers out here and uh, there's a really deep connection to this as a sacred place. The Black Hills are ex are sacred. Um, and I think meteorologically speaking, it's been one of the toughest places I've had to learn how to do meteorology. And Bob Riggio, my chief meteorologist, or he's now chief emeritus. Um, was here for the previous 30 years. And he was here for the 1972 flood that went through Rapid City. And it, uh, it, it took out the entire center of town. There's like uh, over 2,000 injuries. 250 people were killed in this flood. And so there's this legacy here that weather is extremely important and they will listen to you. Hmm. And that is a really uh, intimidating and powerful thing. And it's a humbling experience every single day uh, to do it. You know, I will really. say that <clears throat> what you did was very smart going out to every county, talking to the people, because it's so true. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care, especially in the plains in the Midwest where I started. And, and, and I will suggest to you, you saw a lot of people who I mean, you saw some people, not everybody was nice to you in the beginning, which was motivating, but you, you did find some mentors and some people out there, but you saw them after they'd been in the business for a while. I would suggest to you, most people, their first job, even though they come out of school, they got my degree and then they sit down and they're like, oh crap. <laughs> you know, I think <laughs> oh, everybody boy. has that fraud feeling. Yeah. So you went through that and you, you put yourself into it. And, and I, I, you know what you've done it. You have, you have nothing to feel bad about or any qualms about it. You, you do you and everybody's going to love you. man. I still, I'll get a text from my news director and I've been, I've been here for five years and I think, Oh, this is the day that he realized I'm an <laughs> imposter that I don't really know what I'm doing, that I'm just trying my best and they found someone better. I still have that thought today. And it, honestly, it's ridiculous because I, I love my job. I have wonderful colleagues and they've never suggested anything like that, but I still get that. Uh, That's so why you'll be the best at what you do. That's why you'll be the best at it. Like, you like know Garrett, you got to like, keep on it. Yeah. Like Garrett saying in, back in the green room right now, fake it till you make it, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's incredible. And community support here is just outstanding because i've heard the horror stories of other yeah. meteorologists and other markets and stuff stuff that's sent to them and whatnot i'm like i 
don't ever. We, have, we actually have a whole segment on this show about the yeah. stuff that we do tonight. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> so Brent, you you don't you. you don't get a lot of tropical storms up there in South Dakota, I don't think. Uh, no, uh, it's, it's probably safe. But so we are in the midst of of hurricane season. There's never been a better time to prepare your home for a storm. Uh, so whether your home is wood, it's concrete or brick, like the three little pigs. Uh, we trust and recommend Windstorm products for all of the hurricane hardware you need for your storm shutters. Uh, Windstorm products is the world's largest online distributor of hurricane hardware and shutter installation tools. They even offer a $5 flat rate shipping to all 50 states, including South Dakota, because um, you guys get wind up there. Uh, so visit windstormproducts.com for your one-stop hurricane hardware shop. So I'll tell you what, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to be right back with more from Brant and the lightning round. So stay tuned. Don't miss Vintage Stormfront Freaks. This one here, we do, we do have a few dents in the new Suburban, but my truck, I, that, that hood's a trophy. You might as well put two GoPros on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what it looks like. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to drive this thing into a tornado, and then they all start laughing. Good. You'll, you'll be the only sober one by the end of the night. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right, welcome back to the show. Uh, we got Brent Beckman here and... and so, Brent, being, being in South Dakota and, and not being native uh, to South Dakota, I, I'm kind of a little bit curious, what, what's, what have you found to be now that you've been there a little bit, what, what's the hardest thing for you to forecast? What, what's, what's the challenge that you um, either have had or maybe it's something you just you got over the, the hump and you feel like, oh, okay, I think I'm getting this. I'm getting the hang of it. What would that be? So the Black Hills are just tall enough to disrupt everything you're trying to do. In forecasting, but not tall enough mm -hmm. to align with a lot of mountainous models that we have. So, like, it's not the Rockies, but it's certainly not just rolling hills either. There's, uh, there's a dry line. Everyone talks about the dry line in Texas. There's a dry line that forms from the from just about the northern tip of the Black Hills, going down near Cheyenne. Sometimes it goes out to Scotts Bluff, down into. Uh, the northern Rockies, and or, or rather the northern portion of Colorado, north central uh, Rockies. And that dry line has caused me more grief in my <laughs> life than I care to admit. Uh, there are blue sky days where we had uh, baseball size hail. It, it, it is pretty amazing when you're watching the satellite on on a storm day up in that in that area of the world where you see the black hills creating their own seemingly creating their own weather you know uh that's where 
those cumulus clouds build up. That's where the convection starts, and then it moves off of them. And it's and it's almost like a uh, like like you said, like a, but it's like that upslope Colorado kind of Rocky Mountain thing on maybe a bit of a smaller scale. But it is it is pretty amazing. Uh, here's the thing I want to know though, Brent is when uh, you've obviously been out doing a little bit of storm chasing. Uh, are you a photographer? Like, do you, do you actually shoot it? Do you have a, uh, a, a video guy that comes along and you're, you're the talking head on the end, or do you actually do the, the shooting yourself? And, and, uh, if so, what do you, what do you love about that part of it? So I have been chased. Uh, yeah, I've been, I was a storm chaser that became a meteorologist Got kind it. of a timeline. Um, and I've had, uh, some really great, uh, colleagues and honestly, a uh, uh, friend, best friends in my life, uh, Patrick Parsons. I've been chasing with. Uh, we went to Northern Texas in 2009, and a lot of the time, I really didn't have any photography equipment. I had my phone with me, but I started early enough in storm chasing where I did it for my own, filling my soul battery, just being in it and you know nowadays i go out the black hills or the storm uh, i have a responsibility to actually convey it to the public and so i'll do it in that way uh, but i don't have any uh camera equipment i don't have any you know i have, the, I, I have an iphone um i have a way to stream uh weather events should i need to to the station directly to the station because I actually got that tornado in 2018 on a Facebook Live. I just took over the station's Facebook Live and I just put it out there because they didn't know I was going out there. I didn't know I'd be out there. <laughs> and so, uh, by the way, I'm taking Facebook. <laughs> by the way, I'm taking Facebook. The owner of the station, uh, this this just true story, said, "Oh, there's a tornado in." northwestern south dakota going on right now i wonder who's on it that's our guy <laughs> oh he's wow on it. yeah well, interesting he's got it. yeah and i'm like i'm got it i got it i'm the one who has it it's it was a bizarre uh it was a bizarre thing but yeah when i go out um it really is a meditative practice for me because i could sit on a hill for hours and just wait for something to come to me. You, you remind me a little bit of another uh, storm chaser some of us are, are familiar with. There was this guy, uh, uh, Bill, who uh, was a storm chaser, and then he got into TV meteorology. Uh, and do you guys remember the show Twister? Do you remember the, the movie? <laughs> so it sounds what? like it sounds like Bill's story, right? Like, and did people make fun of you? Are you the weatherman? Did they? they yeah, yeah. Oh, they oh they sure oh all my friends back home like oh the big weatherman now you know you've gone to the dark side have you you know kind of a, <laughs> oh, like wow. wait a second now hold on <laughs> yeah yeah oh. I always love you get paid whether you're wrong or you're right it doesn't oh. like you only up. have to be right twenty percent of the time Dina. oh just wait for I, trollbot I, tonight yeah. folks yeah. oh my god <laughs> oh then, my god yes I do. <laughs> There you go. Now, Brant, do you have any kids? I don't know. So. Okay. I'm just going to say, I'm saying this because you said before 
I felt like I wasn't worthy. I felt like I didn't know anything. So wait till you get to be a dad. I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to be a really good dad. <laughs> I I appreciate that more than you know. I, I want you to remember am... that when it happens. All right. Not when it happens, happen. I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. and, and here's the other thing. I've known a lot of meteorologists in my career, and everybody feels like you. They don't admit it. There's a lot of people that I know that should be able to explain something simple, and they don't know how. So they have to stop and look it up yeah. or ask one of us or something. Like, everybody feels that way. Yeah. You just have the type of people who, who either tell you and don't care or hide it. I, so don't I only, feel bad. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I only had two. I'm like, there's two things I'm going to do when I get into this job. Two things. One, I'm never going to talk about something I don't know. Never. I will never. I'm out. I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll never claim to know something that I don't. Phil uh, would I'll never say, talk. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Oh, damn. Wow. Burn. Wow. Oh. What's hey, number two? What's number two? <laughs> number two. Uh, oh, shoot. What was that? <laughs> that burn was so so hard. It was rough. <laughs> number number one. Rough burn. Number one. Uh, so number one is making sure I'm not talking about something that I don't understand, or if I don't, you know, I find out, and I say I'll, I'll come back to this. And uh, the second thing being that uh, no one cares. No one cares that you know meteorology. No one cares that yeah. you know meteorology. No one. I, I think about job. that all the time. <laughs> I can totally relate to that one. Yeah, and our 18 fans. <laughs> well, hey, yeah. that that yeah. is the sound, Brant. Uh, it's time for our lightning round. Oh, so nice. this is our, our game show of flashy and brilliant questions we always get to play with our guests. And, um, you know, I told you we were going to have a little fun tonight. And uh, so we're, we're going to have a good time, Maz. Uh, we're going to call, we're going to play a little game. We're calling this Trashy Taps. Trashy Taps. Trashy Taps. Trashy. Yeah. You're, you're muted, Phil. You're muted, Phil. Oh, sorry. I unmuted myself. But so, so you've got, you, you've worked at a brewery. What did you do there? Oh, Slafly Slafly Brewery, and all I did was was lug the kegs from one side of the place to the other, and every once in a while I'd get an order wrong. That's about what I did at (laughs) Slafly Brewery. But I did learn a little bit about the brewing process. Slafly's a a really St. Louis-based beer if you ever get a chance. So, so trashy tap. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you the name of a beer, and you're. Goal is just to tell me: Is this a real beer? Is this the real name of a beer somewhere, or or is it one that I just made up? Okay. All right, and and they're all trashy names. (laughs) Love it. Oh, this is gonna be. We can't like you, Brand. We like you to give you the trashy stuff. He can't even spit the words. (laughs) So trashy taps. Um, so here we go. And, and here's the thing. You can ask the, the co-hosts, you know, phone a friend kind of a deal. Ooh, they they okay, can, good. they they can give you their opinion as well. Maybe they've heard of it. Maybe they've had it. Maybe they named it. Who knows? Ooh. Uh, but here's the first one. 
Uh, we're, uh, this one's called Santa's Butt Porter. Yeah. Santa's Butt Porter. Is that a real beer or did I just make it up? 100% real. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No hesitation. Yeah. yeah, that's Ridgeway Brewing. So, so Brent, if I'm understanding you correctly, you were very uh, <laughs> like forthright on that. Like you were really, have you had Santa's butt before? No, no, I haven't. But I, I sit in on the conversations, or I did, when they were like, oh, we should call it Nature's Calling. Mm. And they'd go off on this tangent. And it's like, these are all terrible names. Okay, well, yes. I got some more for you. All right, okay. Um, okay. So, so this next one, uh, uh, we're calling it Big Cock Bach. <laughs> Big Cock Bach. Is that a real beer, or is that just made up? <laughs> it sounds like... That's that sounds like a beer that's real. It really does. I'm gonna because I'm leaning so hard into it. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's gonna have a rooster on it, isn't it? It, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It has a rooster. It's Hoin Hoin Brewing, H O Y N E. They make a big cock bock. Is this? I was more Texas? hoping that they did. Sounds like something. Than... I have no idea. I didn't record that part. All right. So the next one is. Uh... <laughs> big. Buster Hyman Cherry Ale, uh, B-U-S-T-E-R-H-I-M-A-N Cherry Ale. Wow. Cherry Ale? That's what you're questioning? (laughs) It's all of it. It's it's all of it. Is that real? Is that real? If if you would have put that, mm, I'm going to say yes. I think that's real. I spelled oh. it out, so yeah, it's no it's, got, it's a real beer I'm by Dark biscuit. Horse Brewing. Okay, uh, now you, I know you all <laughs> want to try that now. <laughs> we'll have to have it on our next uh, change. I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna change. Serena, we gotta change our our weather themed beers to trashy themed beers. All right, I, I, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna run out of weather beers anyway, so that's that, that's we're, next. We're trashy switching. Beers. We're switching. Yeah. All right, Brant. Wow. Next one is uh, Horse Piss Lager. <laughs> nice are these Actually, just all real is that what's no. going on field these are all real who, who would want to drink that that actually oh, sounds no. really tame honestly compared to some i, I don't think that's a real <laughs> name because no like one Miller would be light. <laughs> like it doesn't sound good enough I, I i think i don't think that's real it is not oh. i made that up oh, it's not real job. nice not real. All right. Uh, <laughs> mouth wrapper IPA. <laughs> mouth wapper. Mouth wrapper IPA. Maz, do you want to real or made up? <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on this one. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Rapper R A P E R. By the way, I'm, I'm gonna phone a friend. I I, I think Greg knows. <laughs> Listen, I I was just laughing so hard I farted. <laughs> Greg doesn't uh, know. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, yes. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say I think yes. That's, oh, yeah. gotta be that's real. Nice. Good old Hop Hop Valley Brewing takes care of that one. All right. Who, who else wants a happy ending Imperial Stout? <laughs> yes. That's Everybody, real. yeah, that's, yeah. that's real. Woo. Yeah, that is real. That's uh, Sweetwater Brewing, which is I can't uh, think of anything more well that I would love to, to taste <laughs> than that, Phil. That sounds amazing. Uh, well, then, Greg, how about this, uh, Brant? Dingleberry Weiss. 
a Dingleberry no. Weiss. No, that's yes, not real. So. There's no way. No, no I made no. that up. No, it's all. Oh, okay. <laughs> so nicely done. I, I thought man. I'd catch you with the Barry Weiss part, right. you know, but no, I didn't catch you with it that was one. All right. I liked it. <laughs> All right. This, Maz is drinking this one all the time. The Pearl Necklace Chesapeake Stout. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yes. <laughs> no Good old it. Flying Dog. Flying Dog Brewery. You guys oh know that one. God. They make the, they they make the Pearl them? Necklace. All right, uh, thong remover Belgian triple. <laughs> no. Come on, come on! That's real, baby. Oh um, no! Village Idiot Brewing Company makes that one. God bless the microbreweries. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, we got a couple more here. The Beaver Stubble Stout. <laughs> God, yes, <that's> real. <laughs> that is real. Absolutely. Big Beaver oh, Brewing man. makes that one. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Oh, they, they get better. Uh, the Chocolate Starfish Stout. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the Chocolate Starfish Stout. Is that like a... Uh, is that like a dark, uh, like a dark brownie? Stout. <laughs> it's a stout. It couldn't make it past marketing. I have to say no. Yeah, that's, that's oh, not real. Job. That one's not a real one. Good job. Just say no. All right. All right. All right. Here's here's the last one. Um, <laughs> the the golden shower imperial pilsner. <laughs> yes. One hundred percent. Oh my god. Uh, serious? Yeah, that is real. That one does. That's uh, dogfish. Dogfish head brewing makes the golden shower. Yep. Um, you did really darn yeah, well, really man. Good. I'm literally amazing. sweating right now. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, Brant, that was really good. You did well, man. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was you, I, shocking. Oh. Yeah, was, <laughs> Brant, Brant, you should totally put this on your resume. <laughs> I know a good beer name. <laughs> so um, so to do this. Tell, tell us, Brand, how, how can people find you on social media? Where, where can they follow you? Oh. I guarantee you after this, all five of our listeners are going to want to uh, oh, <laughs> know where to yeah. get you. We lost It'll 13, be... apparently. <laughs> Honestly, so I put out blogs about once every, uh, once every month or so about interesting stuff. Like lately, the last blog, um, and it's on News Center 1, and the last blog is about 90-day fog theory. So check that out. It's the oh. idea that 90 days after fog, there's a snowstorm. Is there oh, scientific heard. evidence to back it up? Every every farmer on the planet thinks that's true. So yes. that's interesting. I would like to know okay. the answer to that. All right. right. Oh. Yep. We have a live experiment going up. Facebook, I've dwindled down. I'm on threads and Twitter, just uh, Brant Beckman, uh, WX. So pretty pretty okay. simple tag name there. Well, uh, I'll send you, we'll get you on our exclusive Facebook group um, so you can oh, hang awesome. out with all of us. And yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. I appreciate that. This is this is a blast. Good. So I'll tell you what, we're going to take our final break. Uh, don't forget, you can find Stormfront Freaks merchandise exclusively at helicity.co. So Helicity is the dream store for weather geeks from t-shirts to drink containers View our entire Stormfront Freaks catalog and more at helicity.co. It's the weather superstore for the freak in you. 
So we're going to be coming back with our hashtag weather fools and a visit from Weather Trollbot 5000. So stay tuned. This is Jennifer Graves, CNN. You're listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive under the moon. Oh my God! It's it's that time again, Phil. We almost got it right that time. We almost got it right. Anyway, almost. listen, guys. This is uh, uh, our favorite part of the show. I think for most of us, this is uh, weather fools. This is where we get to show off people doing really dumb crap when it comes to the weather. You know, driving through stuff they shouldn't be driving through. Uh, Falling into sinkholes, just you know, zany fun, Phil. That, that's what that's what's happening. So let's go to you first. You have one weather fool for us tonight. So, so here's the thing, right? This is normally zany fun. Um, this is Uh-oh. is Uh-oh. yeah, it, it's normally poking fun at people doing some stupid stuff. Oh my! But God. every once in a while, uh, we need to comment on the fact of why this Uh-oh. stuff really is oh my dangerous. God. Oh my God. And so the video we're showing right now is from Mexico on a beach uh, in Michoacan, Michoacan, Mexico. Um, Unfortunately, this lightning that struck this beach actually killed two people. Oh my God. Damn. And, you know, and, and, I, you know, I don't want to bring things down, but the point is, is as much fun as we always tend to have with the hashtag weather fools, it's also an opportunity to say, hey, you have to be weather aware. You have to be aware of your surroundings and what's going on because it is dangerous. And unfortunately, two people lost their lives from this lightning strike on the beach because it was a thunderstorm and they were still on the beach. Um, wow. So folks, I, I, uh, so I, I apologize that I'm kind of starting with this and sharing this, but it's to kind of also get across the fact that weather can be dangerous and why you have to be weather aware. And as much fun as we always talk about this stuff, guys, um, there's a reason is because there's a lot of close calls that we make fun of, uh, but there's a lot of, you know, very close calls that uh, can hurt and harm and, and kill people. So just folks be aware of that. And, and that's why it's important to always make sure we're keeping an eye on that. So, um, all right, so let's, let's have a little more fun. We'll turn it over to Dina. <clears throat> Dina, right, please, Dina, Dina, please, please, Dina. <laughs> <laughs> don't play it yet. Okay. Cause I got to set this up. So this reporter is out on the street reporting about down trees. And so I, just a spoiler, no one gets hurt. Okay, now you can play it. But this is not being very smart. So she's like, look at this. Bam! Oh, what the hell did that cyclist just do? Is that a scooter? He's on a motorcycle. Scooter or motorcycle? He goes right in 
to the down tree and it's you know he's like watching the like he never hit the brakes he never hit the brakes (laughs) like maybe he was looking at the reporter i mean if he didn't get back up i wouldn't have shown it okay but i mean okay but how about the guy in the suv that literally almost then went over the guy who got yeah yeah Yeah, don't don't text and ride a motorcycle yeah oh Oh my my God. god when i saw this i was like holy shit Wow. I'm saving this for Weatherpool because he had to be looking at the camera and the lights and the reporter or something, but nobody I mean, stopped. he had a headlight. Oh, the other people so, didn't like this guy might have at least put his his window down and asked him, but so Brent, you're 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 doing the live weather stuff. If that happens, are you quickly turning the lights off on the camera and running down the road to make sure nobody thinks you're responsible for this? So the good news <laughs> is that I have not run into a situation. The only thing that I, ever happened live is that there was a hailstorm coming uh, near Belfouche Dam, and there was people dry. And this was not, you know, just this was grapefruit hail. This is four inch hail oh. at eighty oh. miles an hour, and people were just, you know, families like, oh, you know, wow. And, <laughs> and and I turn, I'm like, hey, hey, hey. No, <laughs> turn, turn around. Yeah. I remember. Uh, I remember one time I actually was driving uh, through Newell, and this is first three months I was there, and I had the company car, and I'm, and there's a hailstorm that's coming in, and there's this family, and she's out with her kids, and there's lightning everywhere. She's like, oh wow, oh wow, look at that, and you can see in the front yard, and she, I guess she didn't see it yet. There was you know, hail stones this big in her front yard. It was hitting her roof. I'm like, Ooh. I was angry. I'm like, get inside. What are you doing? <laughs> you got please, kids. Get please inside. tell me you called her a dirty name of some kind. I, I did not. I just scared the bejesus out of her. And thankfully, there was a new Center One logo on the side of the vehicle. So I said, oh, forgot I had that on there. So she's yeah. like, some guy from New Center One. Whenever I'm wearing a logo, I kind of watch myself. You, you almost turned yourself into a weather fool there, Brent. Well, listen, this, guys, that was uh, uh, ep- episode 193. Can you guys believe how close we are coming up Ooh. on 200? Wow. Episode 193 show notes. You can check out those videos and uh uh, phil thanks for that and dina thanks for yours oh weather troll bot 5000 this is the one part of the show we love because phil was out at a garage sale and found this robot and this robot obviously has great wi-fi because it goes on the dark web and it finds all these like mean things people say to our friends like brant you know but people are nice to brant hopefully um but we've especially some of our lady meteorologists that people are very cruel to and you know everybody we know is very professional if they say nasty and stupid they're like pretty much like well this is it have a nice day. But whether Trollbot 5000 actually gets in their brain and actually deciphers what they really want to say. And Phil, you found a couple, didn't you? So so I did, Dina. And, and you know, it's interesting because you said, you know, here's the truth. A lot of times we're, we're interpreting and, and plugging into whether Trollbot 5000 um, responses from trolls to our female weather friends. 
which is sad. Um, but I'm actually tonight. I've it, it's trolls to our male weather friends, and actually the same male weather friend. These are all to James Spann that oh. many of you are familiar oh. with. How do they get mean to James Spann? Because right? he's such a rookie. He hardly knows his I stuff. Know. <laughs> Yeah. So 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 here's what we'll do. So I, I've got two of them. So I'll share both, uh, and and we'll plug this into Weather Trollbot five thousand, and she can interpret what James was really thinking uh, when when he when he uh, responded to these. But so the first one. So if you're not familiar with James Spann, he's the chief meteorologist at ABC in Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, this was from a listener. Brooke Smith actually shared this with us. Um, the, the comment, James was at least nice enough to actually block out the, the guy's name, uh, which we're, we're always we're not. fine. No. We're not. So unfortunately, I can't share his name or I would. But this guy said, James Spann, go ahead and block me, you senile old fart. You should have retired long ago. Okay, Boomer, it's time to get in the forever box. Wow. What a <laughs> that's, that's unnecessarily aggressive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Signed, Mom. <laughs> and then you hear Mom in the background, come out of the basement. <laughs> yeah, really. uh, and so so James' response uh, on, on social media was, good morning to everybody except this guy. <laughs> right? Just, very, you know, nice yeah. professional, didn't say anything. But come on, we all know what James was probably really thinking in the back of his head before he made that response. And this is the fun part of, Trollbot, Weather Trollbot 5000, is uh, she gets to interpret this. So what I do is I got to plug this into the system, plug this into Trollbot, and then she's going to compute and uh, and then kick out uh, what James was, was really thinking. This biscuit is calling me a senile old fart. I don't know what your forever box is, but I will happily block your trash. Okay. <laughs> block oh. your trash. Block <laughs> your trash. Okay. What did that that was, like yeah. That's like, I didn't know James knew that word, but I, I guess nice. I guess that's he awesome. did. He's been All he's right. been listening to a lot of rap lately. <laughs> mm. Mm. All right, so the next one again is James, as I shared, uh, and this name he he blocked out, which was just professional, nice of him, but what that's just not us. But here here here's what they said. They said, "I look at your thirty three forty. That's the channel. Uh, I look at your weather app radar." And still get rained on. With all the money spent on weather technology, it's no more accurate than it was 50 years ago. I remember when weather radar first came out and it was going to change weather forecasting forever. I call BS on that. Still to this day, it's nothing more than an educated guess. Watching a weather report is nothing more than wasted time. Because weather can and does change every couple of hours, sometimes faster than that. I'm so done with its broke system. <laughs> he's just done with weather. He's just You can stop at any minute. Old <laughs> man yells at cloud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm so done with its broke system. Uh, it's the only career you can be wrong more times than right and still keep your job. So remember I told you earlier, uh, just wait for weather trollbot. So here was James' response, very similar to the first one. Instead of good morning, it was good evening to everybody except this guy. <laughs> uh, love it. And that's yeah. all he said. Quick and to um, the point. But, so I got I to gotta hold on because that was a lot here. I got to plug this into uh, Weather Trollbot. It's <laughs> a big response. So hold on. 
Uh, but then she's going to go ahead and compute and then uh, kick out what James was really thinking. Yes, sticks like this guy still exist. Listen, not everyone can think logically. I recommend that no one jump in the bag of scrotum nuggets with this clown. <laughs> <laughs> Don't jump in the bag of scrotum nuggets. <laughs> scrotum oh, nuggets. Oh, my God. God. He's crazy. Did you just get an upgrade or something? Uh, we're, she's still got that AI upgrade. I haven't, yeah. uh, I, I don't have enough money to upgrade it any further than that. But, um, so anyway, so, uh, yeah. So weather trollbot James is, is a, a good contributor to that. So thanks for sharing that. Scrotum nugget. Seems like a name of a show <laughs> or a beer. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Or a beer. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's check out our mailbox. Send me a postcard. Drop me a line. Got mail, baby. Yeah. All right. So it's that time where if you uh, send us an email, if you tag us on social media, um, we're so grateful to get those. We want to read them and share them with you. So first of all, we had Adeline Weathers. You guys remember she's that amazing 13-year-old uh, meteorologist. There she is. Check her out. Uh, she was so on the other cute. day. She said, I know. She said, I am loving my new Stormfront Freaks t-shirt. This is such an amazing memento to remember being on their awesome podcast. Thank you again, Stormfront Freaks. So thank Woo! you, Adeline. Aww, is she nice. watching tonight? Because you said she's 13. We probably should have. <laughs> cleaned up the show a little bit we're gonna we're gonna hope mom and dad can take care of that one um and then we also have a fuzzy here so fuzzy is one of our followers weather nerd since he was three years old and he has in his twitter profile a huge fan of Stormfront freak so thank you so much fuzzy you know you're you're listening awesome. here live today as well so thank you so much so uh if you hear something that we do that you love share it with a friend tag us anytime you share this and who knows maybe we'll read what you have posted online here on the podcast as well fuzzy fuzzy yeah fuzzy. thanks everybody so tell you what that just about does it for this episode of stormfront freaks live thanks for tuning in uh so before we get to our next guest and announce who that that is going to be uh, do us a favor really if you like the show hit the follow or subscribe button and uh, that, that's just going to help us get discovered more if, if uh, you're following us or, or subscribing to us uh, or share us on social media. So if you like the show, there's usually that, that uh, button that allows you to post it or share it to other people, and uh, that just helps us out. So it's a good way to just kind of help us out, and it's free. Um, let's go around the horn, find out, uh, freaks, how people can also follow you. So, Maz, I'm going to start with you, if you can uh, let people know where they can find you on social media. Sure. You can find me on X at Storm... Oh, I almost said Stormfront Freak. That's yeah, well, that, that too. I mean, you're not wrong. wrong. Yeah, yeah, I know, exactly. At Money Storm, the number four... And the letter U. I still can't tag you on anything. So when I try and post something and I tag all our co-hosts, I, I just I can't yeah. tag you, Mr. Privacy. Well, I'll probably check my messages this year, too. So. <laughs> he never <laughs> <does>. <laughs> All right, Dina, how about you? Um, I'm on Instagram, uh, X, and threads at LadyPilot70. Because 69 was taken. I get it. All right. Uh, Serena. Uh, uh, so I am WX Serena, C-Y-R-E-N-A, on Facebook, Instagram, threads, Twitter. Sorry, I'm not calling it X. Uh, and TikTok, for sure. <laughs> Definitely follow me on TikTok. 
Yeah, you, and Serena you, is quite. She's she's rocking it on the TikTok. She's very yeah. TikTok. I'm a good yeah. time. Josh Burnham's over there. He follows me on TikTok. Today yeah. I I did a really funny one on chemtrails. I'm not gonna lie. I oh, I love chemtrails. I was kind of proud of myself. There it should delicious. be a beer name. Chemtrails. Ooh. All right, Greg. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Grinder at uh, Tornado Greg, <laughs> and uh, I don't know that one. Oh uh, no! Whoops! Sorry. No, that was wrong. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can, if you, hey, if you want to learn how to use your camera, I have a website called CameraEasy.ca. Learn at your own pace uh, how to use your fancy digital camera. Seriously, Greg, have I ever said how much that was the best thing I did when I got my camera and learned? Like that yeah. program, yeah. hands down the best. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Anything it. I yeah, found it was online. Great. It was. If there was anything that could get me to use a camera, Greg, it it, it was that. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't I, but I just, you still don't use it. It wasn't. It wasn't quite enough. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> This episode brought to you by CameraEasy.ca. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I'm just at our Stormfront Freak. Uh, account, so that's usually where I'm tweeting. Uh, special thanks to our guest tonight, Brent Beckman. Brent, thank you. No, thank you. This has been this has been a lot of fun. We, yeah, we had a good time. I'm glad you could stick around before you had to do the uh, the next news. But our next episode, where uh, you get this, backed by popular demand, is the former hurricane hunter and current meteorologist in charge at the Weather Service office in Louisville, John Gordon. Uh, is going to be with us, so we're looking forward to that. We had him on uh, a while back, and and uh, yeah, he's a lot of fun. But Stormfront Freaks will be live Thursday, October 12th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central on YouTube. And, of course, the audio podcast will be available that weekend. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and signal the all-clear for Maz, Brant, Dina, Serena, Gregles, and uh, MJ, and all our folks in the green room. We'll catch you next time. Good night. Thank you for tuning in to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. You can watch our bi-weekly show live on youtube.com slash stormfrontfreaks and download the audio version on your favorite podcast player. For links to our Patreon team of exclusive benefits, show notes, past shows, new videos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you're there, check out our interactive chaser radar from our friends at zoomradar.com. If you'd like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. Search for Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.